something you've had too often in the last Well, as you know, almost is not good enough in this business. So we'll be happy when we can get Gergensen, Skinner, and uh, and Greenway in there. That would be nice. And, and Quinn coming back for you know his first game tonight is uh, is really really nice to have. Um, obviously, I've said that many times. And um, but yeah, when you look at it and you put a roster up on paper in the off season, uh, you know that you know that's the hope that you can have that roster. And you know, unfortunately, we haven't had it yet. But uh, it's the potential is still there and getting closer. We haven't really asked you what is going on with Skinner at this point. I mean, he was on IR for a week, but like, where is he? Still on an IR, and day to day is the answer to that. As far as where he is, he's feeling better every day. That what he's dealing with is it's all about how you feel. Um, so he's progressed. He has not regressed at all uh, each and every day since, and those are good signs that it will continue to uh, resolve at a. Um, Good pace, meaning day to day. So I would expect that uh, if that continues, we'll see him in you know four days or so. You spoke about Gergensen's. You said he really at that point wasn't improving. Is he starting to improve? Gergensen's is improving, uh, and he is um, probably in that same area of you know looking. There's potential um, before the break that he gets in there for Gergensen's potential. If not, I would say right after the, the break, no. Christmas. Devin only spent a couple of days in Rochester. I mean, from your perspective, what are the differences? Uh, what what allowed him to use that short time away from this group to get back to playing the way that we he's shown that he can at this level? Just the fact of getting away for a couple of days, it shows you the impact of just uh, be, being able to decompress, being able to step back, uh, being able to just um, you know get fresh. Get uh, it just when you're in the NHL season, you know you stand here in front of you guys every day and fans every day, and you travel, and the grind is over and over and over. And not to say you guys are a grind by any means, but but point being is you you back out in. You know he can go to Rochester and, and reset and take a breath and um, and and you know recalibrate whatever whatever it is. There's there's time and he's fresh and he had the hindsight of greater experience, which he has very limited experience. So you know he, he we grinded him the first couple of weeks of the season, playing him maybe four or five games right in a row. He dealt with an injury for the first time in his NHL career, a grind in the first time of his NHL career, and then we said, okay, let's let him decompress a bit, soak all that experience up, and we're going to have a more experienced guy coming back, and we've seen it. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just the way you gain experience, unfortunately, is, you know, um, sometimes mishap. But as, as a coaching staff, when you look at those, you know, the first however many weeks of the season before he goes to Rochester, is there anything that, you know, you guys as a coaching staff can take away from just observing the way that he played, how he responded after games that you can use moving forward to – to maybe help him through the ups and downs, you know, going, you know, as we get through the season here. Definitely, you know, he he's an ultra serious guy, and you know, you're so much so in one way, you might be out of balance another way, um, and and that's a lot of times these guys' greatest strength is also a curse. You know, um, high compete guys get frustrated really fast, and they got to learn the balance of that. 
um, which is ongoing through their career, but they better manage it. They, they, they manage it better as they move along. And I think for Devin, you know, he's, he's ultra intense, but when you're that way, sometimes you don't get enough time to breathe and relax and decompress. Um, and you're out of balance. You're out of, you know, and so for him, um, I think it's finding the balance because of the grind. You know, you think of a college season, you, you're, you, you gear up. I can remember myself as a college player, you know, you play a Friday, Saturday, you, you really rest and relax Sunday. You hit practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And by, by Wednesday, you want to, you want to run through a wall. You're, you're just supercharged. And you haven't played in so long. And then you, you peak and you play and, and uh, you know, in the NHL, you, you, you don't have time those five days in between to recharge and regenerate. And, and, uh, and so you have to learn how to, you have to change the weight your ways. And so for Devin, that's uh, obviously a much different challenge uh, with this schedule than the college schedule. How curious last year, Jack Quinn was one of your better penalty killers. Um, is that too much to put on his plate tonight? Or no, he'll, will he, be he will kill tonight. And, it fits with what I said. He's he's w- one of our most intelligent players uh, and feel for game and situations. And yeah, he's he can jump right in on that. And he will jump in on that. We've missed some killers. Obviously, Greenway being one of the better killers even in the league. Uh, and to not have him, Gergensen's kills quite a bit. Um, so with Quinner coming back in, uh, yes, we'll put him there right away. Regarding uh, Devin, uh, how curious were you, or the thought crossed? Here's some word salad for you. I want to know what your curiosity would have been or is had he played in Phoenix also after Vegas. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I'd have to think about that. You know, um, I don't think. I mean, the first goal in Phoenix. I thought. I thought first of all, Upi was really good in the first period. Uh, the goal in the second period was a was a pickup. A, a, obviously, a botched play. Um, but the first period, he made enough key saves to to for us to weather the storm until we got our legs and our feet under us, and we had a great surge in the second period. So to me, when I look at that game, the difference in the game was not our goaltending. I thought Upi did a really nice job uh, early on. We didn't convert at all in 60 minutes, correct? We were... Yeah, it was two two nothing final. So we didn't convert in sixty minutes. We had numerous glorious chances to convert. So to me, the easy issue the other night was not converting on multiple, many, many chances, missing the net on many point blank chances. Because I thought you know that, that we could have had some separation, especially that second period. Uh, there was quite a surge by us until they until they scored, where it would not have been. Um, out of the realm to score, it'd be up three nothing at that point, and we weren't. So to me, I guess it's hard to acknowledge. I'm, to, not, I'm uh, not asking the question to second guess or go in you know hindsight 2020 type thing. I'm asking in the sense of Devin played a great game in Vegas, and mm-hmm. just the concept of a guy playing back to back nights, workhorse. And I know, you know obviously what happened yeah. in the beginning scene. You just got done talking to Lance all about that, but just the idea of there cross your mind. Not yeah. to play him, but to say, like, I wonder what he'd do tonight here in Phoenix after what he just did. Last Out of curiosity, I guess you, you know, you're always curious of that because you have two two very young goalies, so you don't know yet. You know, you're not you're not dealing with a guy that's been in the league for five, six, seven years that's played numerous back to backs that 
that so you don't have a track record on on either one of our goalies because they're just so young. So yes, you have a curiosity. We're very curious because you there's no track record of of these you know of the young players. So I guess to, to as as now you give me time to think about it. We're, we're curious on lots of guys in that regard. Curious on Owen Power and you know JJ Paterka as a second year guy and Quinn and Benson and uh, you know you're curious on all of these guys because it's everything is new territory for them. Dylan Cousins, even Tage Thompson, new territory. You know these guys are entering different contracts and so you're curious every day as to what how they're going to respond and handle the things because it's new territory for all of them, most of them anyway. Jacob goes. I mean, do you just hope he can play some games if he clears and get back to, you know, the groove he's had maybe the last couple of years just of playing regularly? Yeah, the, that's the that would be nice for him to play some games. Um, it's hard uh, that he hasn't played games. It's hard. He's he's done he's done a good job to keep himself in great condition and, and work hard and be, you know, positive member of the team without unfortunately getting the ice time and. Uh, you know, we've been healthier on the back end, which we weren't a year ago, uh, and it seems to be reversed this year with the forwards. So, tough situation for for Jacob. But uh, yes, the hope would be to get him some games. Was the, uh, is it, was the temptation strong to put Dylan back with Jack and JJ tonight? I know <clears throat> this is Jack, this is Jack's first game back, but how how, how was there was there any kind of thought to maybe going right back to that right away? Yeah. Yes, there is, and then, and then again, when you do that, then all of a sudden, more expectations go on Jack, and I think it's only fair to, to Quinter to just—he hasn't played since last season. Uh, obviously, no training camp or anything like that. To just uh, you know, hopefully, give him a little breathing room. Also, you know, Cousins, Paterka, and Middlestead have been good. So, you know, if if that wasn't the case and Dylan hadn't been playing better the last three, four games. Um, I probably would have given that even greater thought, um, but with Cousins, Paterka, and Middlestead doing well, um, you know, I didn't want to disrupt that either. On the other side of it, when it comes to the decision to continue keeping Ryan Johnson up here, just how do you think he's taken advantage of various minutes, pairings, any given night, rotating in and out? How do you think he's fared so far through that? I think he's done a real good job. There's been some some ups and some downs. Um, natural ups and downs uh, but w- what what I like about it is he's he's you know he's not in the lineup tonight but he's around this group and internalizing things and taking you know things in that I know he'll be able to will help him you know in his next game uh, whether that's our next game or, or not he's he's going to gain ex- he's gaining more more experience and awareness each and every day he's here uh, if that leveled off obviously, uh, we, you know, it would be a different story. But I think he's he, he's a he's a he's an intuitive guy, and an inquisitive guy, and you know he wants more information. He wants to figure out how to become better, and uh, so you know each day around this group is is uh, beneficial to that end.